Welcome to the Watson Show. This is Lord Extra Cooler, and welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, so, what's uh, in cooler? Oh, <laughs> blew my mind. <laughs> the rhino, your rhino's on ya. Extra credit. Port, 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 port side heater. Extra credit. Welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Extra Cooler Show. My name is Nick, otherwise known as Extra Cooler. This week, we've got Matt, we've got Jim, and he's fresh off of celebrating his birthday. Welcome back, Michael Workrate. Did you have a good Thank birthday? You. I did. Thank you very much. I very appreciate nice. that. Happy the first first one across the forty one threshold out of us. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, for, thanks for calling that out. Yeah. 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 Halfway to eighty two. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, I'm gonna sign off now. I think. <laughs> As usual, you guys can find us on Instagram at Extra Cooler, and since now we have to plug it this way, you know, look underneath your thumb and join the Discord, right? You're welcome. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> A um, lot of fun on there. A lot of fun. Hell yeah. Tell your friends, all Some right? Gifts. Thanks I love to Adam. It. Adam's awesome with the gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you've got some housekeeping, I believe. So why don't you take it away? I, I certainly do. So uh, I, I'm going to prove that I'm a hack last week uh, because we talked about the third announcer on the NXT table, and I was like, I, I think he was. I think he's also on uh, commentary for Ring of Honor. Nope, way off. So the third commentator on the booth last week was Percy Wat- uh, Percy Watson, uh, who was a former WWE guy, um, but Caprice Coleman was the gentleman on Ring of Honor that I was thinking of. Totally screwed it up. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> Percy but, Caprice, you can't be blamed for that. <laughs> but the, the the real homework here, the real uh, housekeeping, pardon me, was Nolan brought up that somebody did write an NXT book. So I popped it up on the screen for us here. It's called The Future Is, N- is Now NXT. Um, it is... Written by a gentleman named John Robinson, and Vincent Kennedy McMahon himself wrote the forward. It's 320 pages. It was published in 2017, and it has a four and a half out of five rating on Amazon, which I thought was pretty cool. The little intro for it was the first comprehensive book of WWE's hottest brand, NXT. The future is now follows the rise of WWE's popular NXT brand from its conception to the brink of taking over WWE with its own rabid following. I thought it was really cool. Interesting. The cover itself looks awesome with Demon Finn up there and uh, some other major players, including Big E, Seth Rollins, um, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Neville. Neville's yeah, yeah. Me, me too. Damn, I know. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, you so, think this is a WWE like official book? It's got the did, logo on it. It's got the forward by Vince. Uh, I did not dive that deep into More it. More housekeeping. More housekeeping. Thanks for nothing. Uh, I mean, if the no, forward is cool. by Vince, it's got to be. Yeah, and the logo I, is front and center on yeah. the... I mean, I have the, it's gotta the link. Be. I'll share it with you guys it's later. It's got to be. If you guys so way too early for... Uh, they need. We need a couple more years on there, I think. Yeah, but that's like peak NXT, I feel like. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. If you guys haven't already... If you're listening to this episode and you haven't done it, 
go listen to last week's episode uh, with Nolan, aka Nolanium. Yeah, uh, it was it was a fantastic time talking about yeah. his art and his experiences. I'm bummed I missed it. It was a it was a good one. Yeah, it, it really was. It was it was a pleasure. Uh, so yeah, we ready to dive into this week's homework. So Let's we do it. we went back to the well with uh, assigning homework, and each of us are taking turns. Uh, but of course, there are some stipulations. So this week is Jim's match, and the stipulations that we provided him are the following. Uh, My stipulation was that it has to feature a wrestler with one name, and it cannot be Skinner, Jim's favorite wrestler. Um, (laughs) I love that that stipulation, actually. (laughs) Mike then threw in that it cannot be a tag team match. That's what really kind of like threw me for a loop, honestly. Yeah, that was because of Nick's stipulation, because I didn't want like Axe or Hawk Hawk or something. Yeah. Excellent. And then uh, Matt's was that it had to be longer than seven minutes because really like a lot of these guys are like one name guys. I don't know. It's, it could be hit or miss. Nails. He's he's yeah. not going more than three minutes. He's choking <laughs> right. someone out in like two. Right. Right. Berserker. So that being said, we also um, if if the was sometimes included in that wrestler's name, we omitted that uh, we didn't. You were allowed to pick that guy. Um, Mike, because... Mikey Loophole was trying to hold us to it. He didn't <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, it's kind of like fringy because we look, for example, some people refer to him as The Undertaker. And then you go look him up on WWE.com and he's listed as Undertaker. So, yeah, not to get too, uh, you know, in the weeds and the, you know, kind of, I don't know, whatever of the linguistics or whatever you want to put it as. I'm failing in bring up yeah. the right word <laughs> but you know when they you when you alphabetize wrestlers or like bands a classic bands right, right. The whoever the strokes the whatever um it's always with the the strokes we ask the clash would be under c yes, right so, absolutely so drop the the and yeah here we All are right. here Deal. we are so jim's match of choice is from november 25th 1989 saturday night's main event season five episode seven on peacock and it is the WWF champion Hulk Hogan versus none other than Genius. <laughs> genius. Although I always call him the genius. Yeah, uh, the genius, yeah. It's um, on the little image behind him is. when he's cutting that 17-second promo. It says the, the behind him, the genius in his, in his cap and gown and all that silly I hope some shit. people like – I should have given a light, lengthy pause to see – if I could have introduced it as Hulk Hogan versus, and they knew the year, like if anybody would have guessed and pegged genius because I, I didn't. And I'm so excited to have watched (laughs) this match. Yeah. There's like no other reason we probably would have been covering this. I actually, I think I might've brought it up like, or a genius match right after he passed, which is not too long ago. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think it was this match, but I somehow I stumbled upon this, um, article that what culture i believe it is put out and it's like hulk hogan's they cover they rank hulk hogan's 26 losses from like his heyday up until 2000 um from fish you know from least fishy which is like losing to warrior at six to most fishy which i'm not sure what number one is but the genius match is on there i was like whoa i have i had no idea about this match so so so, so hold on a second 26 is the number total losses and that includes (laughs) dq count out um, yeah, just 26 losses in his Hulkamania and, um, you know, WCW. Wow. Roman Reigns and Cena laugh at that. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 26 is is impressive. In 84 yeah. to 2000, is that what you said? Yeah. 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 That's, that's wild. That is wild. That really is. In 16 years, that's averaging and, like and over, under two a year. Over two companies. It's not yeah, just yeah. WWF. WCW. Like, yeah. wow. Right. It's impressive. Finger Brother. poke of doom's on there, right? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. that's probably oh, yeah. the most fishy. Yeah. yeah that's oh, no, he wins. Sorry. Um, but even all so. Right. So this, this Saturday night's main event is jam-packed. Um, there's some other things on the card that we kind of have to at least touch on, correct? I mean, the yeah. – the, the episode starts by punching you in the face with the ultimate warrior. And he, he's out here screaming at Andre, the giant. And, uh, man, he's talking about Jack and the beanstalk. And Those gonna... are the only four words I made out. I couldn't figure it out. The beanstalk? <laughs> <laughs> this is intercontinental title. Yes. Ultimate warrior. Like, right. We're like six months before WrestleMania six. So just and, to and give that it's... timeline. It's the beautiful way to like kick off Saturday Night's main event too. They've got the the green screen in the background with the Ultimate Warrior and all of his logos around him. He's looking vascular and he's looking absolutely insane and he's screaming into the microphone about uh hold on, should I just try to do the whole thing? I wrote it down. Yeah. Hold on, please. You wrote- <laughs> uh, let me see if I can uh, channel my inner warrior. Wow, here we go. Look at this. Andre the Giant, you better remember Jack and the Beanstalk for tonight. I am going to chop you down. <laughs> oh, he you probably need a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to chop you down to size. His little, his uh, nipple whiteheads are quivering the whole time. They're about to pop off. Those things look like they belong on a Ren and Stimpy episode. Like, <laughs> oh, right. like zoom in really close. Yeah, that always in. really grossed That's me great. out. Yeah, with the hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it jives, it it jumps right into Bobby Heenan and Andre the Giant directly after cutting a promo on him. And Talk this about promo, not, not knowing uh, the words that he's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this promo has to be what Dan Soder like bases his impersonation off of. Yeah. I'm gonna take that belt. I will. Yeah. I, that was an awful Andre. Yeah. Totally. Very. Yeah. Very. Yeah. <laughs> I will, yeah. Okay, it's very hard. Really. I will. Oh, man, Dan Soder is the best. Like the best Macho, yes. the best Andre. He's he's coming around to Poughkeepsie, New York, very soon. And uh, I know Mike brought it up to us. I, we have to go. We have to go. He's so good. Just wear Andre the Giant um, t-shirts in the front yeah. row, and just, yeah. just wear like his. Singular, make me want like, to reach out to him and ask him for some tickets. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Soder. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> imagine being a kid though, and you're you're like you catch the beginning of this, you're you're all in, right? Oh, I mean, one hundred percent. And you got you got an intercontinental title match and a WF championship yeah, match within wow. the first half hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> within the first half hour, like Mom, this please, guys, go- stay up, Mom, please. <laughs> yep. It goes I almost back. wish I, that belt, I, I almost I'm, wish I'm I was like at least a teenager or an adult back then, because oh, I yeah. think I would have been a huge Heenan Family guy. Uh, like I would have gotten so much into Andre and you know I'm obviously Mr. Perfect guy. Fairy tales, uh, grow up, warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. It really is. Uh, we ready to talk about this this big match before Let's we go. do? 
before we do, uh, we have to touch on what's in everybody's cooler. So the Extra Cooler Show and What's in the Cooler is brought to you by Sloop Brewing Company. Sloop Brewing is known for their hazy and golden IPAs like Juice Bomb and Super Soft. Did anybody bring a Sloop with them? Oh, man, we're bad. Uh... I, I'm wearing my Sloop hat. You are? Oh, that counts. I know, that counts. Uh, I know oh. it's it's not a visual podcast here. All right, but, Hop God, uh, you go first. Oh, okay. I nominate so you. For, for me, I have a beer that is made on honor and sold on merit. Nick knows what it is already. It's uh, the famous Narragansett. So I got the Fresh Catch IPA. It's a dry hopped. Oh, that's a golden ale. Pardon me. It's yep. a dry hopped golden ale with citra hops. This one, I, I played golf for the first time this season uh, a couple weeks ago at this point, two weeks ago. And uh, this one was what I purchased, and I forgot how good it was. So I had to go back out and get another one. I found it in a mix pack that I had never seen before. So um Pretty awesome. 4.2%, 12-ounce cans. Uh, we have a problem because we're 12, 13 minutes into this podcast, and I'm on beer number two. So uh, oh, let's, baby. let's have some fun. That's Cheers. the opposite of a problem. <laughs> 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 Mr. Workrate, fresh off your 41st birthday. What do you got? Oh, yeah. So uh, we went. We took the little boy to uh, Great Wolf Lodge in the Poconos. Um, nice. You just you bathed know. and pissed for. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> essentially, yeah. <laughs> in the uh, water park there, yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, we got. I got from the Wallen Paw Pack Brewing Company, which is, you know, somewhere around there in the Pocono sure. area. Um, this first born, Lake Hayes Number Twenty Eight Hazy Double IPA. I like it's, that font uh, on there. So it looks like corn. Uh, born. What is it's that? Written like porn. What is it? A hop that is sucking on a pacifier. Yeah, yeah like Maggie All Simpson right. style hop. Yeah, I and, like uh, it. Yeah, it's eight point two percent. and you could you could taste the eight point two percent. So it's it's all right. You're gonna be spitting poetry in a bit, just like the genius. Uh, you know it, <laughs> Hulkster down. <laughs> Jim, what do you got? Um, I'm broke right now, so I'm like going through all my uh, the fridge beers, like digging through what's left over. <laughs> So I thought this is this is actually the works as an homage to Nolanium, I feel like in our conversation last week. Because it's a uh, Halloween beer. It's all hollow street. This is by Oma Gang. It's oh an Imperial my. Imperial Chocolate Peanut Butter Stout. It's seven point six percent. Uh yeah, no, it's not like very seasonal right now. It's like nice and sunny out today. And yeah, it's not very... what you want as you're approaching it's around Memorial 80 Day. Degrees. Yeah. No, but on but on the uh the, the can here, there's like uh zombies jumping out of the ground and, and it, the caption says grains, grains. That's a cool can. Yeah, no, and it's actually still, cool. it's still really tasty. Like it's it's held up in the uh, eight months that it's been in the fridge. I dig it. I've got uh, my. I guess you could say it's my like Miller Light of tequila. It's uh, <laughs> Espolone. It's my go-to. It's it's nice and it's uh, affordable. And I just bought myself a big handle of it that will probably be gone before summer. Uh-huh. Quick, <laughs> what what rhymes with tequila? So you can do a poem like the genius. Yeah, you're talking to the wrong guy. Yeah, I don't think there's anything though. So yeah, <laughs> it's a trick question. My oh, son man. is currently big on like rhyming, and everything is completely off. Like nothing <laughs> rhymes. I look at him every time. That does not rhyme. <laughs> That's fun though. That's fun. Yeah. All right. So here we are. Our homework of the week is Jim's match Saturday night's main event from 1989. It's season five, episode seven, and we've got at 
16 minutes and 40 seconds, the start of Hulk Hogan versus the Genius. Things kick off with Jesse Ventura backstage with the Genius as he is smiling and blinking uncontrollably. <laughs> I mean, like this, this is an this, understatement. This guy is blinking like once every half second. It Do you is. think he? I think he is controlling the blinking yes, though i think yes, it's a so, weird yes. thing he's doing yeah the way i describe it is not he definitely has full control of his blinks. <laughs> it's like a cartoon like cat flirting like or something yeah like, that's yeah. a really good way of putting it he's like batting his eyes almost. yes batting his eyes yes i instantly thought as he as soon as he starts talking he's so animated i instantly thought jesus christ i hate this guy already <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, the point though right I, exactly he does a great job um i immediately think of mark marrow's uh character yeah. Johnny V. Bad has to have been influenced by the genius. Oh, that's a really good call. Uh, just, just a lot of similarities between the two, uh, especially on the mic. In Not my only opinion. him. What about Damian Sandow? That's true too. Yeah, but that's absolutely. later on. Like, like well, Johnny yeah, B. Yeah. Bad is just a few years after in WCW. Yeah. I mean, um, a, a mix of the genius and uh, yeah, and Little Richard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I love it how uh, Vince says that the genius poses a threat to Hogan's reign as champion. And we talked about this off air. Like, what a strange time in WWF right now that the genius gets a title match. Yeah. um, So this is 89, right? So remind, Hogan is what? At 89, is he, is it uh, him and Beefcake against Zeus and uh, Macho? Is that, or is that the year before? No, it's, it's Survivor Series is coming up. He's kind of in between, right? Because then he's going to the yes. he's going to win the Rumble soon. Yeah, this is November, and then of course he's going to drop the title to to Warrior. So like Nick, like you said, this is a strange time. I guess they don't really know what they're doing with him, almost, right? Right. No, they can't. They they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to find a a, a foil for him, and and we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, because there is a big thing lead. that comes up. Um, Royal Rumble ninety, you know who has his. First and only pay per view match, the genius. Oh, <laughs> that's his only pay per view match. Yeah. Genius has got a cake. rocket strapped to his back here, maybe. Yeah, it's like, well, your brother can do it, so let's see what you got, pal. And Lanny, he, Lanny, yeah, Lanny. Oh, oh boy, I, I, he was going to get fired. I think, um, you know, uh, with the leap and Lanny Puffo gimmick. Oh so yeah, he came up with the genius. The genius. To, okay, to oh, that's fired. interesting. Yeah, the whole throwing frisbees into the audience. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to go over. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and wearing like the graduation cap and gown. Um, I don't know. Interesting, Caring. but that that promo Caring. backstage is is an odd one. Um, I think everybody that knows the genius knows he's known for his poetry, and Lanny Poffo himself is known for that. To uh, Yo, I find it, going it, I find forever. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, his Hall of Fame speeches just. Yeah. Uh, or not his Hall of Fame speech, but like when he gave uh, his brother's Hall of Fame speech, it's more of that, and it's it's nauseating to me. <laughs> nauseating. <laughs> well, the setup. Yeah. Nause- Just real quick, only because you mentioned the cap and gown. Do you find it interesting that um, he wears the cap and gown, right? Of course, and his brother. The other Poffo in the wrestling business the music. in the same era comes out to the pomp and circumstance. Very interesting. What's with these brothers and their obsession <laughs> yeah. with graduation stuff? You know, like it's very like, true. Very good the, point. The mom go around giving commencement speeches. I don't know. Like, like <laughs> yeah, you gotta graduate, 
Yeah, you boys. Yeah, you gotta maybe graduate. Was, maybe that's what it was. Those two sickos in your house, and right? Like, like oh god, this yeah, guy's yeah. blinking at me. Graduate. The other one is, you know. Uh huh. <laughs> You're never gonna graduate. Imagine <laughs> mom makes him like talks like. I just want to play baseball. <laughs> no, I don't care about being the valedictorian. I'm not. I don't do a good match up. I sound like a. <laughs> My impersonations are done for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> You've exhausted them. Do, do we have anything on uh, genius? In so, his beginning promo, it, it, we I have I pulled the like seventeen second little spurt out the beginning. Oh, so yes, I, please you got we got to hear it. Let's play it. Pay attention to me. I'm the genius, a poet, a wrestler, and more. I'm the wisest man since the world began. A glow with credentials galore. Tonight I'm alone with Hulk Hogan. He's quite a bit larger than me, but that doesn't matter. His head is much fatter. His belt would look splendid on me. <laughs> Just listening to the way he speaks pisses me off. It's like a what is it's that like, music in the background. <laughs> that's the Saturday Night yeah. Yeah. <laughs> main event stuff. Oh, yeah. right, right. It's behind it the little, Hogan one, it too. It has some intensity to the poetry, though. <laughs> it really does. He, he's head is like much a, bigger than me. It's like a, a Hallmark type rhyming, though, right? Yes. Like it's, you wouldn't call yeah. it poetry. <laughs> no, it's just no. like classic fourth grade poetry yeah i was just gonna say it's like in an elementary school when you're first taught what poetry is that's like what you think poetry is ionic pentameter is that what it's called i'm like having (laughs) flashbacks to 1989 in uh, elementary school right now you go go write a sonnet you 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 some bitch (laughs) so right after they played that one they go right into the hogan one which uh is equally as good so i'm gonna hit play on this one too you know genius tonight we're gonna find out just how smart you really are when you try to solve a problem that Einstein, Socrates, and Plato couldn't solve. What you gonna do when Hulkamania runs wild on you? Socrates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, well, how, where, are we, where are we getting Einstein with Socrates and Plato too? Like these are like two of them are like I took philosophy 101. Okay, I got a D in it, but whatever. I learned something that means. But, but And then Einstein's like, it's totally different guys. What are you talking about, Hogan? They're, they're equally geniuses, no? So, yeah, oh, okay. All right. They're in the same stratosphere going. as uh, Leap and Lanny, the genius. Is that where but we're man, going? That's, that's Hogan's I'm stretching here. I'm stretching here. Contortionist. <laughs> uh, God. So uh, Hogan tells does some math, right? Tells him that he doesn't have a chance as well. Um, More like Steiner myth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. Pains me. Pains me. Um, genius is... Uh, so, okay. So, can we get to the action, right? Does Hogan yeah. have anything interesting when he comes down the aisle? No, right? He's just standard Hogan coming down the aisle. His hair looks very dry. Like, it's, he used a little too much conditioner. It's dry, and there's more than, like... Usual, it, it, yeah. There's more than usual because we're in 1989. Like, if, if we're headed a little bit further down the path here, uh, that hair is going away. It, it feels, v- uh, what's the it's word? Full. For, it's very yeah, it's full. full. It's volume. It's got yeah. some volume. It's not to as it. silky word. as usual. Genius. Genius. Genius or Hogan? No, Hogan. Hogan. It looks Hogan's, different. Yeah, he's he's got a round head too. I, I don't know. Oh, what's this going is like on. prime, like steroid puffy face Hogan. Yeah, I feel he's, like he's going skinny head soon. Though. Yeah. Oh, very soon. <laughs> um, so, all right. So they get in the ring. I th- and... I'm sorry. I thought you guys were talking about um, the genius's hair because he's got like the bangs, like a yeah, it's like a, another weirdo. It's like when a woman goes with the bangs cut, you know, once in a yeah. while. You yeah, know, not like, a good that's idea. It, like it just like yeah, it's just got a distinct look to it. Yeah. Yeah. 
never a good idea. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, when, when – sorry, I'm losing my place because I'm talking about this. Uh, we got D- Genius is in there, and he's starting off with a left-handed handshake. Yeah. It's bizarre. And you're a lefty, Nick. And yeah, he, you like, don't that's do that. Just, that's just something that's yeah. disrespectful, right? Like, did he – do that on on purpose and then hogan goes to do it's it's very strange like the, it, they do like a dance in the middle with Jesse the hands. Goes, what is this musical handshake <laughs> genius goes line. to shake his hand lefty and then puts his hand out righty as hogan goes to put out his left hand and then they're dancing back and forth yeah it's it's just the beginning of the genius starting to mock hogan which yes. is his like his whole tactic for this match so after that, he goes, heads over to the corner, and he uh, he does some str- light stretching in the corner. Uh, I never noticed the genius with his high IQ boots. And then yeah, I those realized, are kind of cool, actually, I think. I, yeah. It says, I, H, it says, like, high Q, though, yes, right? Like, yes. And then I never realized it because I don't think I ever really watched a genius match before. Like, our inception with the genius was when he was with Mr. Perfect, mm-hmm. which is, you know, shortly after. Um but it's it's very strange match. Um, it's a lot of there, the genius. Just not to correct you, but back in the day, I believe there was a genius match on one of those tapes that we used to make you watch endlessly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like yes. four matches. I think one was um, uh, yeah. Demolition Against the Powers of Pain. Yes, a good like 20 minutes. And yeah, Jim and his it's brother. Over. It's yeah, over. it's almost over. Another, another minute. Next thing you know, like 20 minutes later, the match is still going on. <laughs> but genius was somewhere in there. So you might have blocked it out of your <laughs> yeah. mind. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, he, I want to know. I really, as I was watching this, I thought, and I know we've talked to and we've joked about this, right? But Lanny Puffo is a really interesting dude, and I want to know how much of what he's doing in the ring is character versus real life. Um, it, it's really strange, right? Hogan throws Genius out of the ring. Uh, above the bottom rope, if that makes sense, right? It's very interesting the way he does it. Um, but then Hogan applauds the genius's athletic ability right after that, the way he gets back in the ring. like It's almost like he skins the cat but pulls himself up every single time. Um, you've, we, we mentioned this. You've got Vince and Ventura on commentary. Um, I'm trying to paint a picture. You've got peak Hogan, right? He's peak skin of a hot dog. Like, picture a hot dog, and that's Hulk Hogan at this time. Um, (laughs) At one point, Genius tries to get in some offense. He can't do it, so he heads out of the ring and grabs his, like, scroll and starts to It's essentially a glorified clipboard. Right, It's, like, shaped like a scroll. It's actually actually pretty funny, yeah. He he starts uh, doing math on there, right? Yes, starts doing math. Which is... I got uh, the equation if you you need it. You do? A complete rebuttal from when Hogan, in his promo leading up to this match, pulls out his own mathematical equations, (laughs) (laughs) which is hilarious to me. The three demandments of training, demandments, it sounds like demandments. It Uh, is, that's exactly what he says, three demandments. The prayers and the vitamins plus the twenty-four inch pythons times the all those uh, those hokamaniacs equals victory. Yeah. So uh, genius. It sounds like Mikey Workrate's got his his mathematical equation. Yeah. So he writes down three hundred ten pounds over six feet eight inches, and there's like a less than sign, and it says three hundred thirteen and like a square root of thirty-six. <laughs> yeah. Over forty. 
What is that? Like the, <laughs> below it looked like that, a quadratic equation on one yeah. side. Yeah. And then below that, he writes, Hulk down. <laughs> so well, let's let's get down to brass tacks here, Mikey. You were in advanced math back in the day, right? Right. You like you skipped a math grade or whatever it was. So does the do the numbers add up? What do you think? I mean, Hulk down. This equation makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, Hulk does go down at one point. He does, yeah. <laughs> he t- he takes a legit back bump. Here. Yeah, it's it's foreign to watch Hogan legitimately. Like, out of training school, back bump style, like, oh, yeah. full out. Yeah. It's strange. To this we, guy of all guys. <laughs> they get in, and uh, once again, he he pulls himself back into the ring with the skin the cat, and Hogan kind of, like, lets him have the moment. And he, he throws his hands out. Um, every time uh, the genius gets in any bit of offense, he celebrates. And oh, yeah. by celebrating, I mean he prances around the ring I, I, wrote, <laughs> I wrote down frolicking but yeah prancing works yeah. too i he, i just i can't help but think and every single time i see the genius prancing around the ring frolicking around the ring uh i can't help but hear the safety dance in my head and for <laughs> anyone that is for anyone that has seen that music video they're like a line of people prancing throughout the video field. It's it's tremendous. It's he should come down. He comes down to no music. He should come down to that. Yeah. Like yes. just frolic down to the ring. You can dance were, with the genius. They were inspired by Lanny. <laughs> yeah. They were perhaps. definitely. He slaps the shit out of Hogan. Yeah, I don't and know. The, and like, what? I was like, oh my uh, God. And the booze yeah. cascading yeah. down. <laughs> they hate everything I didn't see that coming. They hate. Yeah. He prances away. Earl Hepner like gets in between them, and then Hogan kind of like gives the genius the ring, and he lets him do this routine. It's like what Matt <laughs> Dora was, is doing at gymnastics tonight, but like <laughs> he would have only scored like a, a four on it. She she was there. We just went to the New York State Championships in Long Island this past weekend. Oh, congratulations! Uh, she placed tenth overall. We were very happy. That's pretty awesome. incredible. Yeah, pretty awesome. But she didn't yeah, slap I, the judge or anything. Like she, like she didn't. But at, at this point in the match, Hogan is like he visibly frustrated, and this enough. is the genius's tactics. Yes. Hogan is playing right into it. Jesse Ventura is telling us all about how this is this is playing right into the genius's hand. Yeah, Ventura yada, yada, at one point yada. goes, "Guy's a walking computer." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Hogan is now like leaning up against the top turnbuckle, just leaning against it and waving his hands like, yeah, go ahead. Go have some fun. Prance around. And then I, I'm fairly certain it's a back walkover is what he does. <laughs> See, I'm glad we hung a handed it to you because I wouldn't followed have been able by, to. Followed by a cartwheel, a very good cartwheel, I must say. I've seen eight million of them in my life over the last <laughs> five years. <laughs> Can you do one? Uh, I don't know. I have not attempted in no. a very long time. I can't do more, that. more housekeeping. More housekeeping. <laughs> we'll put you to the test. Episode. Memorial Day weekend. There we go, uh, oh, man. Hogan. Hogan's had enough at this point. He takes genius corner to corner. Um, and it's like at this moment where Hogan's getting his offense in, but genius. I'm thinking genius is ahead of his time in a way. Um, he's he, with the prancing and fro- frolicking. The, yeah, the prancing, the frolicking. He's extremely flamboyant in the ring. Um, that's like that, that's the best way I could describe him. He's, he's getting, old school though. They, yes, we, we say he's ahead of his time, but he's doing the you know read yes. Shoemaker's book right. Like um, it goes back to the gorgeous George stuff, right? Like 
it's uh, Nature Boy, uh, what's the name, Buddy Rogers, right? Like, yes. It's, so. it's going to that. Like, he, it's so, he knows exactly, especially these older crowds. Like, it's different today where everyone's, like, fragmented and everyone thinks different things. But back then, like, the crowd is unified and it's yes. hatred. Like, yeah. Nobody's rooting for the couldn't get genius. that today. But, yeah, nobody. Like, and they hate his guts. Every little yes. thing he does. Every little thing he does. It's perfect. Um, so, uh, speaking of perfect, Mr. Perfect comes <laughs> down the ring at this time. And uh, this is, like, how they align themselves with each other, I'm assuming. Um, perfect goes right for the winged eagle, tells us Hogan is not a perfect champion, and that this belt is not a perfect belt until it's around his waist. He takes his gum out and sticks it right in the middle of the most beautiful belt. Oh, defamation. It really is, so it gets worse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we we just passed over uh, when Hulk Hogan, um, you know, he, what does he do? He, um... Oh yeah, you're right. We, the, uh, oh yes, the, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm he sorry. mimics. He mimics the, yes, genius. Mimics. The atomic so, drop genius. we're talking about here. Yes, right? uh, Hogan yes. hits a reverse atomic it's drop. And the no, it's only... a straight up. No, no, it's a straight up. Oh no, no, no you're, you're you're correct. You're correct. Not an it is, inverted uh, atomic <laughs> belly, drop. Belly, belly to belly to back. Uh, yeah. So yes, but it is a drops him on his butt. Drops him on his ass, and you don't see that anymore. The no. cell job that the genius does is like. Think of like the wacky inflatable tube men and how they just like going back, back, and, back forth. and forth, but just one arm up in the air, not two, <laughs> just one arm up in the air and way yeah. back Matt, and that's, forth. That's As he, like, most like brilliant worm, thing you've ever like made. Most worm. brilliant analogy you've ever made, I gotta say. Like, <laughs> yeah, really. Part, I, I was like, how are we going to describe this? And then you just nailed it. <laughs> and then and, the best uh, part is right after Hogan does the same thing, mimics yes. him. Somebody it, needs to make a gif of this because it would be absolutely yes. tremendous. It would go viral in a heartbeat of just Hogan. 100%. I'm usually not a Hogan guy at all, but he makes me laugh in this match. He's oh, yes. Like, I, he's not even like he doesn't hate the genius. He's just so annoyed by like this whole like, is this really happening? Like, yes. It's like, yeah, it's probably Hogan's worst match ever if like you pretended wrestling was real like this was like his yeah. head was not in the game you know and he's just like yeah. feeding into this nonsense from this little man hogan's wrestling you know savage and bundy and the andre the giant like in his past years now he's like dealing with this bullshit like Ventura he's definitely like too. he's like all right you're gonna this is what you're gonna give me all right this is how i'm gonna handle it kind of yeah, like that play, is, he's is how i imagined it. it it's without it's, it's a almost doubt. like a uh, Shawn Michaels Hogan thing yes. later when yep. he like oversells the shit out of everything. It's it's kind of yep. in the same vein of like Hogan oh, is sitting here and and like I said, Ventura uh, is talking about how he Hogan is used to going up against these super heavyweights and you know how is he going to deal with the athleticism of of uh, of the genius and like this is it. He's just a, a, annoyed by it. And he's just yeah. mocking him throughout the entire yeah. match. That's great. That's great. So, so um, Michael's was his comeuppance. I like that. Yeah. Right. There you go. <laughs> Hogan gets distracted by Mr. Perfect. Like we were talking about. And this is when the genius finally gets some offense in. And at one point genius does like a, a I can't even call it a moonsault because it's more of a, like a backflip off the top rope. And yeah. Vince gives it's a us maneuver, a, what a maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> it's a glorious what a maneuver. <laughs> It's uh, weird. It's, it's, it's so yeah. he he jumps up both feet on the it's middle rope. It's a moonsault. He doesn't yeah, get much air. He 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 no. he drops. All right, so he drops both feet onto the middle rope, puts his left foot on the top, and then flips backwards and lands 
the moonsault essentially yeah. onto Hogan, and it's the most Don't... awkward camera angle of a pin yes. I think I've ever seen because it's just like the straight shot into the genius's ass where you have the tanning lines <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. where. <laughs> oh, you've watched too many Ahmed Johnson matches. <laughs> Don't essentially his moonsault though. All right, like. Think about it like this. If you lower the hoop on your, your basketball hoop and you dunk on a eight-foot thing, right, like you barely get your fingers over to yeah, hand yeah. dunk, and the NBA guys in the all-star in the uh, you know slam dunk contest do some crazy windmill dunk, you both dunk at the end of the day, right? Like, this oh, is true. Man. Yeah. Moonsault's a moonsault. Yeah. Okay. Don't take enough. it away from Don't take it away from Lanny, all right? So at this point uh, – Hogan, of course, has to Hulk up. Genius sells the Hulk up like a bizarre, scared child. Like, I can't even <laughs> oh, figure I out a way it. to describe it. He does like the... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh. It's very yeah. dramatic. Hands over his mouth. He, he gets He's the, the first guy to die in a horror movie. That's how he's selling yeah, Yes, <laughs> yes. He gets the big boot, uh, but the genius gets up and rakes the back of Hogan. And nice. Hogan Hogan then repays the favor and does it to Poffo. And Lanny Poffo prances once again around the ring, flailing his arms around like a little Jezebel. Uh, <laughs> Jezebel. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. It's like looks like it's in slow motion. It's so animated the way he's just flailing his arms around. <laughs> Wacky inflatable tube man, yes. right? Yes. yes. So I love that Ventura playing yes, the heel commentator yes. is like genius is stooping to Hogan's level. It's I love like, that. I love that yeah. line. It, it's it's totally something I would say about Bret Hart. You get Hogan, about 20 back rakes in this match. Like, oh, totally. right? A lot of back raking. Hogan scoops up the genius, dumps him over the top. and oh, uh, I thought He throws him like a lawn dart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mr. Perfect helps the genius up. Uh, but at this point, Hogan comes out and, and gets knocked out by the winged eagle. Oh. Uh, Hogan gets counted out. And the best is perfect goes, grabs the robe, grabs the belt and the scroll and runs in the ring, throws the robe, the graduation gown on the genius. And the two of them scurry out. Yeah, very James Brown-esque. And uh, and then it's like over. Saturday Night Man has had enough. They don't want to watch. It's like that Vince is like, that's enough TV time for these guys. Yeah. And it's done. This has to be the fastest count out in the world. Oh, yes, like, easily. It, it was a blink. Three seconds. And then, then the bell rings. And I was like, okay, did did Perfect just get DQ'd? Like, is that what happened here? And then they they announced the winner is the genius. And yeah. it's by count out. I was like, what? <laughs> How did this happen? I was like tempted to like hit the 10 second rewind button yeah. just to see if it was actually 10 seconds. But I didn't care that much. I wonder where this ranks <laughs> on those 20 second, uh, 26 we, uh, losses for Hogan in terms yeah. of like uh, chronological order because it's got to be one of the earliest losses in Hogan's oh, chronological? Like, run. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's an interesting point. It probably, it's got to be very early, like top five. Damn, oh, I'm guess. taking my notes. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, we're going to then fast forward, if you guys are ready. Any, yeah. Anything you want to touch on? We're going to fast forward all the way to the end of Saturday night's main event. Um, and it, the episode ends with Mr. Perfect shattering the winged eagle with a hammer as the genius pran- uh, paces. Sorry, I've been talking about <laughs> prancing quite a bit. He paces back and dun, forth. Dun, dun, the, dun, genius, dun. the genius is, is giddy, giddy over his victory and uh, watching as Mr. Perfect desecrates Hulkamania um, as he 
he's demanding a title shot as he destroys that that belt. He's going to destroy every single belt that comes after too if he doesn't get a shot. It's it's quite the moment and um one of us we were talking about it after we watched it and I sent you guys this information that, like make sure you watch the end um because the the hardcore championship the original one at its inception was originally rumored to have been a replica of the winged eagle um and it was this one that was smashed in several places and then reassembled with two pieces of duct tape i don't think this was the actual one is my guess but it wouldn't shock me if this was part of it mick foley then later on went on and said in an interview that he couldn't confirm that it actually uh, was. Mick, but Mick, this come is, on. This is why I picked this episode, too. I'm, this is, shows how good of a teacher I am, serving <laughs> you guys up a little homework with a yep. side of history there. You know? I like it. I like it. So after Perfect Demand's title shot, Hogan replies backstage uh, as Mean Gene is holding this shattered belt. And he Hulk doesn't distraught. care. Oh, he's, yeah. But he doesn't care. So I have I have to point out something from perf the first the perfect and the genius promo. Mean Gene st- says, "I can be- I, I can't believe, ladies and gen- gentlemen, what I am eyewitnessing in all my years of covering the World Wrestling Federation." Then fast forward to the Hogan promo, and Mean Gene is holding the title, and he goes, "I've never eyewitnessed something like this." So I take <laughs> I take my notes in Google Docs, right? So in the Google Doc. They give you like the little grammar underline, and it highlighted the never eyewitnessed. It, it like gives you the suggestion of never witnessed. Like where did where did Mean Gene come up with this eyewitnessed thing? Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't understand where it's coming from, and it's definitely not the correct usage. And I like the only thing that my brain goes to is that Vince was like, "No, pal, it's I never eyewitnessed. Get it right." <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. And well, you know, I think I you know what it is. They're in the same region that we grew up in it was whatever the news was was called eyewitness news I right bet you, i right. bet you it's like that's like bleeding into his brain there I channel never, seven I abc eyewitness yeah, news right, yeah Jim. yeah maybe i don't know but just I like he know. named just like vince named the contestant on the dating game or the mating game what was that mating game mating the game. Mating, mating game yolanda because where do you think he heard that yep. from he heard it from the, the lottery yolanda yep. vega yep uh but going back to hogan the, the word i wrote down to describe him was somber he just yes. comes out. He's talking in his normal Hulk Hogan, Terry Balea voice. Like there's no, there's no Hogan about it. And then all of a sudden he fires up. You yeah. cut me to the bone, man. <laughs> Burning <laughs> my, my soul alive. I, th- I thought my impersonations were over. Hogan is another bad one that I do. I need to step my shit up. The three He's, commandments you know, are still intact, dude. He's treating it like you, like your favorite NFL team just lost to the Colts, and you know they got to wash that one down the drain. <laughs> Shots fired at Mikey Woodgrade, who's so a Colts as, fan, as shaking the, his head. As I don't know if you guys continued to watch, but the the episode plays out, and it's Ventura and Vince on the, yes. the crowded green screen, and I'm like, oh yes, now I remember that this is like dubbed over, like the match and with the commentary and i don't know Stitched to me that's together, just, yeah. yeah it just it it's a little like sprinkled on thing that i find interesting do you like that um uh, at some point in the episode i'm just gonna call out one of the great jesseisms he calls vince and <laughs> you that ivy lead 
Ivy League bird watcher. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a great line. He takes a couple of shots at, at Vince being an Ivy League guy. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember the first one that you're that he that he had there, but uh man, Ivy League bird watcher is an interesting one. Yeah. For sure. All right. So as usual, we've got to give this cans in the cooler. So I think we should let the man who picked this match go first. Jim? Oh boy, I've watched this many times since I've picked it because I just like got obsessed with this Saturday night's uh, main event because it is super interesting to it watch is. the Andre stuff. As soon as you turn it on, you're like, I've got to watch this. But removing all that and the match itself, it's an interesting match. I don't know if it's like a great match. It's it's certainly interesting. I'm going to give it a 3.25. That's what I got. For it. <laughs> I all never right. get, I never lead off. I I, I, I know you off. never do. That's why I put you on the spot. Yeah. Mike, what do you got? Uh, I you know, I was definitely entertained. I will say it was a very entertaining match. I was I was laughed, I cried, I danced. <laughs> um, I pranced. You frolicked. I pranced, yeah. I frolicked. <laughs> frolicked. I, I did all of the above. Did you blink uh, a lot? I did math. Yeah, I blinked. <laughs> yeah, this guy's got his. He probably had his calculator out. His TI eighty three. Wait a minute. You can't do pounds into feet and inches. Yeah. So yeah, I I give it. I was gonna give it a three and a half. So just because yeah. you know it was worth watching, and I'd watch it again. Yeah. That's yeah. why. That's why. I would totally watch it again too. I think the three and a half was where I was headed. Uh, I, I do such a bad job at never writing down what my grade would be, and then I have to like think back in the moment and be like, "Oh shit, what am I going to give this?" Uh, but three and a half is where I headed, and specifically because it was a Hogan match that didn't feel like a Hogan match. Yeah, yeah. like it Good was. Point. Good it point. was interesting and different for the time, and especially for that Hogan, it felt like just foreign and different. And I enjoyed watching it and was genuinely entertained by the prancing and the frolicking yes. and the the Hogan being so frustrated through it too it was just like a whole different Hogan that I, I actually really enjoyed watching. So three and a half and uh yeah, I could potentially go even higher, but the the, the work rate and all of the other gaga around it, it uh, is three it's and a half. unique. It's super unique. Yes. Unique is the word. Yeah. You, well said. You almost oh, yeah. have to write your grade down I I have to put down my cans in the cooler ahead of time because if I don't, then I think of us talking about it in the moment, yep. and it like raises my rating automatically because I I just I laugh at all the ridiculous shit <laughs> in this. But I give it three and a half also, and oh. uh, and and honestly, I know I harp on this a lot, but I love when I can turn something on and watch fifteen twenty minutes of it, yeah. and just like it's a quick hitter and it's ridiculous. If you want some laughs and you want to watch something that you probably have never seen, I recommend turning on Peacock, typing in Saturday Night's Main Event season five episode seven sixteen minute mark, and you're good, and you'll probably end up watching more. And none of yeah. us mentioned yeah. this. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. That's what's great about the Saturday Night Main Events. Like I love throwing those on. Yes. But None of us mentioned also Mr. Perfect. Like, it's really funny seeing yes. him in there. And you kind of wonder where that could have gone if they didn't go Hogan Warrior, right? Because clearly they're yeah. setting something up there and it just yes. doesn't happen. Yeah, I, I need to know I need to know more about what happened and what went wrong with Hogan and Perfect. Was it Perfect Size? Was it I, – I don't know because to me – I think it's just the freight train of Warrior coming through. Yeah. It has to be. has yeah. to be. They had to, like, jump ship on Perfect, which is such him a shame. Him and Warrior confrontation happened at that Rumble, right? Yes, yeah. it did. 
there's just real quick, maybe something we cover in the future. You never know. There's a, um, if you want to see Hogan and perfect, there's a battle Royal from, I believe it's a Saturday night's main event or some other thing that's on Peacock it used to be on the network, uh, battle Royal that ends up basically, uh, perfect and Hogan are in the final four and perfect ends up winning. And it's really interesting. It's kind of almost like a blow off to this feud in a way, man, perfect and battle Royals. That's like, no, my <laughs> bro. This may be a top 10 match for Mikey Workrate. Yeah, throw, throw a draft in there and you're good to go. <laughs> yes. They covered it They covered it in WWF Magazine back in the day. That's how I remember it more yep. than anything. All right, uh, Matt, you've got some extra credit to do, so uh, I'm going to hand it over. Next week we've got my match, uh, which I'll mention at the end. So take it over, Hopgod. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> The Extra Cooler Show is a proud member of the Pod Foundation. The Pod Foundation is a partnership between ourselves, the Chick Foley Show, Turnbuckle Tavern, and Coming Down the Aisle. We are committed to bringing wrestling fans everywhere the best content possible and sharing our love for all things professional wrestling. Be sure to follow at Pod Foundation on Instagram and Twitter to interact with us and stay up to date on all of our shows. We are back for some extra credit with our Extra Cooler Top 3. The Extra Cooler Top 3 spotlights our top stories from the week that was in pro wrestling brought to you by Chalkline. Chalkline brings you our favorite officially licensed WWE apparel on jackets, shorts, and more over at chalk-line.com. And the Pod Foundation will save you 10% when you enter PF10 at checkout. The week that was, boys. Let's go all the way back to Wednesday for some honorable mention. The House of Black defended under open house rules for the very first time. And my goodness, I loved this match. Not only did I love the match, but I loved the stipulations. I loved how the whole, uh, the whole arena went dark and essentially there was just the spotlight on the ring. Even the, the ringside area was blacked out. They had uh, the stipulations was a 20 count, no disqualification, which includes no rope breaks. And then they had a dealer's choice. They faced off against the best friends. So it was a silly witches are banned from ringside as their their own uh, stipulation that they brought to the table. But I hope and pray that each and every week the House of Black has a defense under house or open house rules. I loved it. I thought it was unique and different. And uh, kudos, kudos to the House of Black and Malachi Black. I am all here for this one. Let's stick in AEW. We're probably going to do a lot of that today. Uh, Story number three is Tiny Tony comes out and announces an announcement for this week, which is now, or for next week, which is now this week. Say that again. (laughs) Tiny Tiny Tony comes out and announces an announcement for this week. (laughs) And this is why people can't stand you. So, uh, not you, you, Matt. You know, uh, well, me too, apparently. But uh, this sounds like it's going to be the announce, the final announcement of Collision, which is the highly rumored Saturday show. There's also rumors of a full out new TV deal, which includes uh, Discovery, Warner Brothers, uh, and a streaming platform, which would be what is going to be uh, called Max. So essentially, HBO Max would be carrying all. AEW content, including streaming rights for pay-per-views. So that would be amazing if that's actually what comes to fruition here. Uh, even though Tony Khan and, and you know, we're going to go talk the, the, the Discord for a second. Uh, 
Adam R. No, this Andrew is his actual name. That's that's the the uh, that's the joke here every week where we we mention Adam and then uh, we all laugh at one another. It's, his name is Andrew and he gets heated about it. So, uh, and he, don't but he it. also does have a pair of uh, Marty Janetti's drawers in his collection. I that is very true. That is very true. Uh, but he kind of took us to task, and uh, me in particular, as I uh, missed the boat on his question after I responded like six days later. So I apologize, but. Um, you know, he's saying that we lace into Tiny Tony all the time and we let things slide like we did with Triple H announcing the new heavyweight title and we didn't really gouge him like we typically do Tony. But my defense here is like this dude, and I know everybody calls him cringe and cringe isn't the exact word. He's just uncomfortable on our screen. And, you know, Triple H is, of course, it's an unfair assessment to compare the two because there's so much equity built up in Triple H. There's so much uh, familiarity with this dude being on our screen in so many different capacities for so long. But if it was a well-put-together promo, and this was a pre-tape, which gives you the opportunity to make it even better, but for him to come out and awkwardly announce an announcement (laughs) is immediately setting me off to be like this is a joke like yeah, they could have ju- just flashed something on the screen and said like next week maybe it is though it's like this is for my haters on the extra cooler yeah show. i think <laughs> i think that's part of the shtick now like oh, the hugging thing the hugging thing was the same thing man like him coming out and continuing to hug guys like i i think it's and that's subsided still but like there's just this tone set with tony coming out and like what he's doing is tremendous. And if the rumors are true, this TV deal is upwards of one billion with a B, one billion dollars, which is you know a five year deal. So it, it makes sense when you break it all down. But seeing the B on the billion is a huge coup, a huge get for this three year old, four year old company. Yeah, so unthinkable less than, you know, you know, a hand of years, you know what I mean? Easily. Yeah. yeah. And w- so for me to to speak to Andrew directly, I am impressed with what he is doing and what he has been able to grow this small brand into this true second second uh, option for wrestling fans. And it's made everything and anything in the world of wrestling better. And it's pushed WWE. And even though we dig at him and we lace into him because of just how awkward he is on our screens. And I'm interested to see how he actually comes out and delivers this huge, potentially earth shattering announcement this upcoming week, including uh, being at the upfronts and there's rumors of CM Punk's return and all of these things. So like what he's doing is awesome and it's awesome for the business and it's awesome for wwe fans it's awesome for aew fans and it's awesome for indie fans we talked about matt cardona last week and if you're not up on cardona it should have he should have also been an honorable mention for him attacking craig carton which i'm fully (laughs) fully backing that let's move to story number two we'll go to wwe the night of champions in saudi arabia is quickly taking shape we now have four full matches there was a battle royal this past week, which now puts Mustafa Ali as Gunther's opponent. Mike, did you uh, enjoy your battle royal? <laughs> I can't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not the real story. Of course, we've talked, we've talked Cody and Brock, uh, which I'm sure we'll get some stipulations. But we have finally set the World Heavyweight Championship. Seth Rollins will go up against AJ Styles. Is there a chance that 
this actually gets put on AJ? There is a chance. Definitely a chance. Yes. Yes. I do. Oh, man. I, I'm going to wait till next week because I so can't wait. Or what's two the weeks to play the, the clip. Put a number on it. Put a number on it. Percent chance. AJ? Yeah. 60 70. right now. 60-40. Yes, 60-40 AJ. Man. Yes, because they higher. want you to think. Like, Seth just seems like the obvious pick. Oh, man. But it's Plus, AJ's on SmackDown. Like, how could you have two titles there? Yeah. Oh, well, here's how we could do it, pal. <laughs> like, <laughs> we write our own shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I do have to admit, though, throughout all of this, Edge and his Instagram promo I stating... Oh man, it got me so good. I was bought in. I, I Nick told texted you. it to me. He sent it to me. Like it was like a carrot at the end of a uh, of a stick, you know? Like they like dangle it in front of the cartoons and I'm the one with racing to go yeah. get this carrot at the end of the stick. Nick played me perfectly and I completely bought into, oh, Edge is going to win. Man, Edge is going to win and he's going to go down this path of like I'm now I've gotten the title back that I never lost and, you know, I'm going to retire once I lose it and it's the end and I was like, "Oh shit, this is amazing. This is going to happen." and then nope no way man nope. edge is too much of a storyteller to let that happen Th- i mean thank you guys for being nice and not totally shitting on my prediction of ray mysterio Booyaka. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's go to the real news of this week on smackdown um roman reigns and solo sokoa will face sammy zane and kevin owens for the undisputed tag team championships all right let's let's get another percentage here nick what's the percentage of his reign a percentage breakdown will they put the titles the tag titles on roman and solo i'm on 50 50 right now i know that's like a cop out i sound like a weatherman these days sorry no but that's that's Uh, giving serious (laughs) uh, credit but because like i think i think ko and sammy have kind of fell flat like this is what always happens like the chase is the best part and it's it is what it is, man. It's it's kind of boring right now, especially with tag team belts. Yes, like I, they need I to think... move. They need to move away from this bloodline stuff for them to be successful as a tag team. I think let that division think... stand on its own. On yeah, its own. there's going to be miscommunication with the Usos, leading yeah. to Kevin and Sammy winning. And Solo taking the pin. There's no way Roman eats it. Oh no, no I, chance. It, there is absolutely. I feel it like can still. It can end in schmas though. It can't, oh, doesn't have to be a pinfall, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm. I'm leaning. I think I'm Sammy and KO s- still walk out champions. Sixty-five thirty-five. That Sammy and KO walk out as champions, yeah. but like. Could you imagine if they actually did it? If they actually pulled the trigger, and now Roman's walking around with four titles, and so and like Jeez. the disrespect, like the, obviously Roman really dug into, and I didn't go into the details of the promo, I, and I, I'll save us from doing that. But like, could you imagine the disrespect of like here Solo or, or here Jimmy and Jay hold on to my tag team titles for yeah. me? Yeah, <laughs> like it. That's would be, like really the only only story and reason why they yeah. would do that. It'd be out of this world, but let's move to back to W. Uh, excuse me, back to AEW for story number one, and let's talk about a story I did not see coming. Don Callis turns on Kenny Omega after an incredible, incredible uh, steel cage match between Kenny Omega and John Moxley. Man, this had I I I in the last few months. I've really been able to hone in on the fact that I love chaos in my matches. I love just absolute chaos and something that makes you stare at the screen and be captured and captivated by it. And this match had exactly that. There was the hot start. 
outside the ring. It had the Bucks involvement, the Black Bull Combat Club involvement, barbed wire chairs. Mox takes off the top turnbuckle. Did you guys see him fish hook Kenny Omega's mouth with the turnbuckle? Like, uh, insane to see this. Uh, shards of glass. Finally, Kenny hits Mox with a V-trigger, which breaks the cage. Kenny's leg gets trapped in between the ring and the cage. Like, I legitimately bought this as a legit injury. I was like, that that should not have happened, which is probably true. The doc's coming over and checking on him. I'm was like fully bought in at this point, marking out for this entire match. Mox comes in with the trusty old screwdriver, and Don Callis pulls it out of his hand. At this point, I don't think anybody, any fan at this point, was expecting to see what they saw, where Don Callis nails Kenny Omega with the screwdriver, busts him open, Mox gets the one, two, three, and then, man, uh, I mean, Mel Coleman Art, I think, captured it perfectly on Instagram, if you haven't seen it. Is that is that an oil painting, Nick? No, no digitally, maybe. Digitally? It, it, yeah, it, everything, she, most of the stuff that I've seen that she does is all digital. So Mel Komen Art at Mel Komen Art on yes. Instagram Follow put her. out this tremendous piece of artwork. It looks like an oil on canvas, and <laughs> that's, it that's is awesome. Don Callis holding Kenny Omega in his arms and kissing his forehead, which is which is what he did, uh, and it's it's tremendous. So definitely go and check it out. Seek that image out. Uh, it, it's amazing. Don Callis is actually using it for his Twitter. Uh, yeah. profile picture now it's that good so definitely go check it out it's it's called don the terrible but uh don Callis gets up and he's yelling at the crowd and pointing at the scar on his forehead and i'm assuming that's the reason for ken yeah. uh, for him turning on ken kenny but it was so well done it was so tremendous the match the like i i couldn't see it happening i just couldn't see it happening and now i still don't see him joining the uh, the blackpool combat club so I don't know where it's going, and all of this is tremendous. All of this is amazing, and AEW is firing on all cylinders, man. They they captured honorable mention number three and number one of this week in a week that WWE had a lot of shit going on, too. So kudos to Tony. It's not just because Andrew called me out, <laughs> but kudos <laughs> to Tony and AEW. You're trying uh, to sell out Wembley, you know? You got to sell that out. Yeah. Exactly, man, and it's, it's going to level happen. up. It's going to Battle Royal. <laughs> yeah, Battle Royal, put him over the top. Nick, take us home, brother. Oh, man. if it, As Matt said, if you're not already following uh, Mel Coleman Art, she's on uh, Instagram and Twitter under the same name, I believe. Um, definitely, I'll, I'll post that in the Discord, and uh, I've been posting her work to my story. Um, but that being said, next week is my match, and I'm bringing uh, our, the oldest match out of the four of us uh, to the group. It's a Terry Funk I Quit match versus Ric Flair. Um, it, it's a lot of fun. I hope you guys uh, dive into that as much as I did. Um, but as usual, you can find us on Instagram at Extra Cooler, and you can hop in our Discord channel. Uh, you know where to find the link by now, I hope. Please. Spe- speaking of Discord, uh, I just want to thank Noah, who has joined us recently. Yes. And this dude is going back all the way to the beginning, and he has caught up to our review of WrestleMania 38. So he still has a whole another year to I go. I love it. But this dude has been an awesome addition to uh, our Discord channel. I appreciate you, brother, for what you're doing and going back and listening yeah. to the beginning. He pointed out about how poorly some of our like uh, takes. takes 
on current product go. So I'm fully expecting that a lot of my takes from this week will uh, do the exact same. And by the time you're listening to this, Dynamite's already happened. And I'm sure that anything I've said about uh, AEW has not come true. And uh, I look like a fool again. So uh, Andrew could beat me up again. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, rate, review, and tell all of your friends get about the Extra Cooler Show available wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you Safe. next week. Safety dance, fellas. Cheers. Wait a minute now, Hulk. What if the genius's athletic achievements are as good as his poetic prowess? Poetic prowess? Try this one on me, Gene. Roses are red. Violets are blue. The host is a wrestler. Genius, what are you? <laughs> Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, so uh, what's in the cooler? Oh, just blew my mind. <laughs> the rhino, the rhino's in here. Extra credit. Port, 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 port side heater. Extra credit. Nasty boys. Great.